Today we discuss the vital objective and success of self-reliance. Many years ago, especially in the East, people were in tune with nature. Nature's harmony and the human happiness were considered one. What happened outside of us, happened within. But now, with time and technology, we have lost touch. Concrete has replaced trees, paint has replaced grass and billboards advise us rather than the deeper sentiments of our own intuition. As our culture, families and business life evolves into the future, we see the signs of how our world and its people will suffer from the separation from nature. As the pace speeds up, pharmaceuticals replace integrity, righteousness replaces kindness. We will suffer more and more from the separation from working with the land. So, in self-reliance, we must try to reconnect, to understanding nature's rhythm and acknowledge the world of nature for her willingness to give us sustenance. As we modernize, we seem to think it is important to move away from nature, and this breeds disrespect. But worst of all, we become disconnected from her teachings. This article is about the opportunity to reconnect with nature and in so doing reconnect with what is natural within us. Self-reliance requires it. At least on a mental, emotional and spiritual level. The true power of the human spirit is at the core of self-reliance and this is 100% interconnected with nature's laws. A rhythm exists in the deepest levels of our being. The person who attunes themselves to what is natural, will possess an insight to the essence of the entire spectrum of material success. Great composers, artists and leaders have always had the capacity to be authentic, to cut past the surface and dwell, even if only for moments, at the depth of what is natural. Every person in the world who aspires to material and emotional success must train themselves to depend on themselves, their true selves. This is self-reliance. Families and communities, teams and business cultures are based on interdependence of people and this is healthy, but in this interdependence there is dire need to be self-aware, self-driven and self-conscious. Self-awareness, and therefore self-reliance is a trait that has not been cultivated in our society, but it is an essential part of life. To be self-aware and therefore self-reliant is as important as to be generous. One makes you strong and the other makes you human. It is much easier to be generous if you are so self-full that it is no problem to be generous. This is called abundance. Generosity from a minimal place is hypothetical. It is therefore an essential element of success to cultivate a relationship to nature, to cultivate true self-awareness. Self-reliance means to make yourself a power in your day, if not in the world. Work out your own destiny. Be the architect of your own life on earth first. Learn self-reliance. Connect with nature. Know nature's universal laws. Practice how you think not just what you think. Keep wholly within bounds of right dealings within yourself, and then you will be able to show a generosity with the things self-fullness has accumulated. Remember, you cannot give what you haven't got. Many theorists about life success believe that the ultimate end of personal achievement is a calm and beautiful peace. The reply to this belief is the assault the nature makes on peaceful people. Peace, calm and inactivity leads to weakness and death. Sickness and disease, ill health is caused by inactivity, not the excess of it. People who do not have a vision, inspiration or purpose attract calamity, disaster and humbling circumstances in order to bring them back on track. Instead of seeking rest, television and easy food, consider the relative ease of activity, sacrifice and discipline instead of being smashed with nature's wrath. With 8,000 diseases, and as many remedies, and much much more, nature's guidance is a much more cruel and harder path. Personal Dependence The first step towards strength is personal dependence, the ability to depend almost solely on oneself. It is not the same as personal independence, as that excludes other people. You must learn to work with others. They are made to support your path. Self-dependence means depend on your own efforts and your own energy, 
and make all progress you can in the world by inspiring others. Be dependent, not independent, dependent on yourself almost wholly as far as power or purpose is concerned, and dependent on others for their part in your process of manifestation. We call this leadership and success. It means simply, be the master of your own world. When a person is so weak as to consult their spouse on matters their spouse has nothing other than emotion to advise, they cease to command the respect of themselves. When they ask a family member or mate to outline their future occupation, they sabotage their own journey of self-respect and self-reliance. When people run to a parent for guidance, their fates are sealed. Nature selects her favorites, but never from this class of people who seek opinions of unqualified others and would determine the cheapest source of information, a spouse, family member or YouTube they go in the opposite direction to self-reliance. Nature errs on the side of the strong at heart. She has the power to make or break any human being. Do not forget this great fact. You cannot afford to antagonize nature, for she is the controlling force of life. Learn how to make your own destiny with, where needed, instruction to become more self-reliant, self-aware, connected to nature. When nature becomes your enemy you are the target of all her antagonisms and she carries many in her equipment. Backed by 8,000 diseases and the countless dangers posed you, all added, she is able and entitled to challenge you at an any angle of your existence. If you go off track, lose purpose, hand your power to another, emulate or mimic another to gain affection or approval, then nothing that you do will save you from nature's fury. Her commitment to evolution reaches way beyond your tiny world in which even a grain of sand is important. Hence, you do not escape the eye of nature. Either you are self-reliant or nature will push you to it. It is therefore wise to align with nature's will, rather than your own folly, ego or intent. The self-reliant person never dies young, rarely by accident, for nature takes care of those who are on purpose. The intense, committed, on purpose, devoted people live as long as they are useful to nature in the world. Those with emotional unconsciousness, with no active purpose, who fill their lives with the lowest of priorities, are of no value to nature and are in constant argument with nature's intention. Calamities disasters and humbling circumstances befall them and most often they blame bad luck or others. It is never the case. The righteous die young. They are weak as a rule. They have the willpower of water and the backbone of jellyfish. They offend no depth, and therefore are nothing but just defensive, negatively tuned, weak and insecure, morally righteous but not vital. The moral law is made solely to keep fearful people out of their animal reactions, but self-reliant people know nothing of those fears. They rise out of them as winds and sunlight clears the fog on the swamp. Nature's Purpose The author, emulates nature and drives straight to the point. Nature cares nothing for the discomfort of her subjects. Nothing has ever happened without nature's consent. Even the process of finishing life itself has changed under nature's process, as there was once a time when most deaths were by violence but now they are by accident or disease, all are the result of a conflict with nature. Physical disease is the result of the loss of self-reliance, and the consequent defiance of nature's universal laws. Harsh as it may seem, the time will come when sickness will be counted as a crime. In the plan of existence there is no room for the weak who lack self-reliance, a bullying person is always teaching another to become self-reliant, and therefore to stop the defiance of nature. This statement refers not to people who are weak in body, but to those who are weak in mind, deficient in energy, without purpose, and active in their duties, and lacking in character to put their heart and soul into their work or life. Self-reliance is the opposite. Nature's Rewards Rewards are granted by nature alone. She can give you long life and health, with ceaseless energy and a boundless vitality for your existence. But only if you are a part of her march of progress, evolution. 
Today the purpose of living for those who have become codependent is so vague that most reliant people, can't see the purpose of trying to live at all. Health must be so improved that it makes every doctor and health retreat a joke and is reserved for those who lack the will but sustain the ego of defiance of nature. This step is not difficult. If you don't care to cultivate your mind and soul, with commitment and discipline, then you will struggle to find any use whatsoever in living. Ask daily, what good value can you be in the world? What have the years ahead installed for you that makes you want to remain on earth? The whole generation of which you are a single unit, consists of millions and millions of people, and they as a whole constitute just one step on the evolution of humanity. Your role is not insignificant. Every atom is important to nature. You are a huge mass of them. She will not waste the resource. Should you think that it is possible, to waste your life, then nature will act in accord with her own laws and make best use of her resource. You will be challenged potentially harshly if you do not respond to early warnings. Consider the alternative of a global community of people who remain alive to worry and to suffer burdens, and see no relief, just to breathe, eat, get rich, shit, sleep and die? Take a different view, take courage, nature has a place for you, a purpose, and you are made of the right stuff. It is a commitment to usefulness that is the difference. There are those who speak of nothing but themselves and they are the underlings. They can see no other world other than their own mind, mirror and bank book. They are not wrong, only small. The masses that come and go with small minds are in the great melting pot and nature can hardly wait to regain their resources and recycle them, but those who rise up in their mind with hearts open, and are committed, with the will and souls of iron, are never punished, never attract calamities, disasters and humbling circumstance, never wasted. Nature encourages success. Future seeing. You life's circumstances are not an accident. Although there are events we think we do not cause, we cannot argue that our reaction to those events are, in the most part, free-willed. We are, even if there is some skepticism about it, an active participant in causing much of our reality. We go in the direction of our dominant thoughts. To deny this is to play victim. But victimhood is giving away an opportunity and just asking nature to raise the stakes. From a tap on the shoulder to a four times two across the back of the head. Wouldn't it be far wiser to acknowledge the link between cause and effect and therefore learn from the taps and with self-reliance, have a voice in charting your own destiny. Greater than nothing affects the child more than the unlived life of the parent. We need the courage to say I cause the future, my destiny and therefore I can change any circumstance. Breaking a lineage of a negative belief is a huge responsibility. It often requires the black sheep of the family to reject the nuclear family structure. Or the renegade business person or musician. We should be proud of the maverick in us, self-reliance usually requires that we break the bonds of family to ensure the originality and authenticity of our actions. That bond breaking is done through unconditional love, a letting go of trying to fix, change or modify parents. Releasing guilt and fear. Greater than the laws of cause and effect apply to everything. Nothing escapes. Your present day condition and circumstances are wholly due to your past choices. You know it is too late to amend the past. Resentment and guilt of the past only serve to remind us of our errors and therefore not to regress but as a motivator for future action. Our real memories are dubious at best. You have said, as thousands and millions of people say constantly, if I could have my life to live over again, I would know what to do and how to do it, and everything would be different. You also know the present reality is conditioned by the past so it has served. And even once in a while you have said that you are satisfied with what you have accomplished in life and have nothing to regret. But you don't mean it. There is no man or woman who would not gladly take advantage of experience to amend the circumstances of the past, or the pain and drama they caused others. But the past is dead the second it finished.
so there can be no remedy for the errors of judgments and conduct of the past. The only consolation is the learning we get. It requires a different viewpoint. How can I be thankful for what has ever happened to me? Without this shift in storytelling of the past, nature's viewpoint of evolving you, then the past just repeats in every dimension. Greater than experience is an unworthy teacher. Experience is based on finding things out after they have happened. This is the reverse of good judgment. If you put a $10 bill in the fire to see if it will burn, you have acquired the knowledge through experience, but you have lost $10 unnecessarily. Thousands of people find out that they are in the wrong profession and they are halfway through their life when they make the discovery. Thousands of people learn that they are engaged in business careers of the kind that did not best suit their abilities and taste. To correct these errors of choice, people have consulted with all manner of guidance for advice to the future. But partners, friends, career guidance and even coaches like the author cannot not tell the future, nor have consultants had much success. 90% of estimates of the future fail. In fact I know thousands of careers that have been ruined by advice from some of the best intended advice. There are reasons other than the stars that determine what the future has in store. It is the law of cause and effect, and is much more scientific than opinions of subjective others. You do not have to wait for experience, and you don't need to seek the advice of so-called unqualified predictors of the future. We are not begrudging those opinions. They are like assholes, everybody has one. But the authenticity of their advice should be taken with caution. A problem, a vision, a direction is never taken with the viewpoint from which the past was created. Subjective advice is usually naive. To know that darkness lies ahead is important. To know the form of that darkness is impossible unless one can know the thoughts and thinking process, how they think, of the individual. We may bump into an accident. How that accident affect us, that is purely a personal experience. And that personalization is going to determine the future. Serendipity aside, all mistakes that fill each personal history might have been avoided if only self-reliance had been taught and the universal laws of cause and effect been included in their education. Codependent people's lives are so often paved with regrets. The fault is in the inability to look ahead, where self-reliance is replaced by codependence. 50% of marriages are regretted. A large majority cling to each other against their real wishes. Wasted years come and go while existence drifts along without aim until the end is too near for a definite purpose. Greater than IT's not just what we think but how we think that matters. A person bemoaning the past creates their own future pain. A person hating someone in the past creates the in a new form in their future. A person judging the past guarantees their future to include what they judge. Our inauthentic interpretation of experiences and memories of the past, builds and repeats resentment, anger, bitterness and pain and guarantees that we will suffer those humilities in the future. Self-reliance on the other hand creates an authenticity, a raw honesty, and this is the faculty that can be cultivated through the understanding of nature's universal laws. By aligning authentic self-awareness, nature's universal laws and our real ambitions for the future we guarantee success. Nature intends it. She uses this future prediction with all forms of life lower than human to care for themselves. She also plants the need, desire for its knowledge, in every human mind, and where people have acted on its impulses they have outstripped all others in the race for success. The person who looks ahead with, honesty, humility and integrity of the interpretation of past-present reality creates the clearest vision and has become the leader in whatever walk of life they have chosen. Therefore, because the past has created the present, there is no need to study the present. We must then turn 100% of our attention to determine those behaviors today that will create the future we desire tomorrow. And make sure we are not carrying anything but pure gratitude for the past into our future. To build the future, learn to love the past. 
once tomorrow arrives it is too late to change it. All cause of the future is either in the present or the past. Self-reliance can take a high priority above all other studies, above all other forms of human effort, above all other powers that raise people to higher planes, and above all other faculties with which the mind is capable. There is no education that can compare with self-reliance and the value of its results. It stands far away above and beyond all other considerations, reaching out, as it does, into the coming years and beyond. You must take into your self-awareness that any bad emotion that you carry from your past, will guarantee the future you least choose. It has the potential to contaminate and destroy your plans for family, relationships, and through depression create stress, anxiety or even mental health problems. Past anger and unfinished business with it, will also destroy health. Make it your commitment this day to find gratitude, balance, love and certainty in relation to past events. Determine that if you are secretly harboring regret, resentment, anger, pain, loss or grief you cannot become self-reliant and therefore your leadership, parentship and love for life will be corrupted. Set about to transform all past perceptions to appreciation. Nothing in the past is worthless. Everything had a benefit and drawback, you must find both, and then focus on the affirmative, the positive. It is the only authentic way to release the past's effect on your future destiny. We encourage you to set aside everything else that will distract you from this exploration at least once every day. There is a cause for everything and knowing that cause serves one purpose only, that is to provide self-reliance for the life ahead. Everywhere nature takes care of life until such time as that life can be spared. Prediction of the future, is the key for success. Tapping the source of future prediction is essential to life. Yet, for most, the pursuit of success is filled with worry and anxiety and therefore aggression and attachment. Such is the normal life of the ambitious person whose nervous system is so heavily taxed that their health begins to suffer, their nervous stability is undermined and they are brought to their knees with mental health problems. This author will not guide you to the future but instead teach you self-reliance and how to cause the future you vision. I will teach you how to clear the past. I will show you ways to be self-reliant and be a great leader. I will show you how to be amongst others and yet, feel the strength and confidence of knowing that you are the master of your ship, CEO of Company U. I love the term guru. G. U. R. U.